0: but he killed nine and wounded several other people. And this boy, uh, was it, uh, he was, he did, he wasn't. he He didn't believe in God. And one thing that he did, according to the reports, is that he somebody, He went into the classroom with every arm, lined his hands up against the wall and asked them if they were a Christian or not. And everyone who said that they were a Christian, he shot them in the head and killed them. And those who didn't, Answer or said no, he shot him in the leg. And so can, can you imagine your son or your daughter off at school, some guy coming in with a gun, lying around against the wall, they know that they're about to die, and not one other person on the whole campus has a gun. Not one other person. If somebody else had a gun in their classroom, they could have taken that guy out while he's asking a question about Christianity. He can easily just take it out, but it's a gun-free zone. And the first thing that Obama did right away all the press conference called for uh, sh- uh, taking away your rights to bear arms. The very first thing: don't let any, uh, don't let what go to waste. Crisis. Crisis go to waste. No love for the people. I would say, you know what? I made a mistake here. We better arm everybody. Carry a gun and this stuff wouldn't happen because these shootings are happening in gun-free zone areas. They're happening on college campuses around the country and at public schools because they know nobody has a time. They have one security guard and the security guard had pepper spray. Can you imagine this security guard going up to this heavy armed young man i hold it, I'm going to spray you. But that's how crazy things are, because evil is running out of the country right now. Obama has opened up the gates of hell, and everything is coming out. And Christians are under attack, and white Americans are under attack, and something needs to be done right away, because he has another year and a half, and well not quite a half, but another year and the rest of this year, in the White House. And he's going to get worse before we get married. He believes in the redistribution of wealth and power, and that's his mission. He hates white Americans and And we got some rough roads ahead of us. And I'm telling you all this so that you will understand that it is, it is so important that you make the kingdom of heaven first, seeking God first, and have that relationship with God. You know, the Bible talks about one day we'll be able to hide behind rocks. How to buy me a rock. Why, well, you, you know, you get a rock. I got a rock at the house, and I'm not going to chase you where it is. Because we we'll am going to be hiding behind the rock. <laughs> but the one thing that all of these people have in common Obama, Oprah, Carter, even though Carter's father was in at home, you folks, his mother. none of them had a good relationship with their fathers. Never mom and dad wasn't around. Ogre uh, dad wasn't around. I don't even know if she knows who he is. Carter dad was there, but he said today that he was closer to his mother. He took after her. None of them had a close relationship with their dad. And I've noticed over the last 25 years, every unhappy person, every person that get into trouble, every angry man or woman, every man and woman who make children out of wedlock are not close to their fathers. They don't have a relationship with their fathers and as a result of not having a relationship with their fathers, they have no relationship with God. (coughs) That's the problem in America today. If we don't return to the fathers, you can hang it up. And if you have children, I would highly recommend you to get yourself right and draw close to your shoulders so they can love you. Otherwise, they won't have a chance. They'll go out because they'll be angry and they will be deceived without a doubt. They, they can't help you because when you're not loving your dad, you're an angry man or woman, a female or female. And anybody can come along and tell you a lie. Satan can speak to you and lie to you and you can't help but believe it. You cannot because it's spiritual. And you're subject to the one or the other, and all angry people are subject to Satan. I was talking to one of my sisters yesterday, and she was just going on oh, and on oh, and on oh, the oh, Bible, and oh, oh, this and that, all learned stuff, right? So I asked her a few questions. She's like, I asked her, is the Bible is the Word from God or the Word of God? What do you think? You tell me. You tell me. Where's the Scripture? Where's the Scripture? That's what she's saying. She said, "My pastor told me if they don't bring you bring you with the scriptures, don't believe it." I said, "Your pastor's a darn fool." I said another word, but I can't see it here. It takes a place of darn.
1: Oh, what? Uh, oh, what? I can't stand it
0: here. And she would go on and on and on. And I'm like, "Come down, girl. Just pay attention to what you say." And I asked the question. Well, what does "associating" I mean, what does "from" and all "of" mean? What's your definition of "from"? And what's your definition? I'm like, if I say that, I answer for you. You need to know for yourself. And I say that to say this, you need to know the truth for yourself. It, the truth needs to become alive in you. No one can teach you the truth. They teach you about the truth, but they cannot teach you the truth. Thus, will be revealed to you from God. And if you live with him, his mindset, he will reveal it to you all the time. Otherwise, Satan is revealing the truth to you. You learn the Bible, for example, intellectually, he'll reveal this quote in your head. And your faith is the voice of God and it's not. This is a serious thing that we deal with. It's not a joke. I was talking to a man the other day. And I've known this guy for a long time, married with a family. And this guy's in his, I think he's probably in his late 40s, early 50s. This guy was so pitiful, it made me sad. I, I, I literally started crying for him. He was so immature and had no sense of understanding and wisdom at all. I'm surprised he's still alive. It had to be God's mercy. But a lot of men are like that. I've never seen so many immature, weak, pathetic men in all my life. Even when I was growing up, I was the worst sinner you ever want to meet. Did everything that I wanted to do, knowing that it was wrong, having fun with some of it. I still tried to be a man, you know? Because I, you know, at least I had my grandfather that let me see what a man looked like, at least, and the way he acted and the way he's supposed to be. These men today don't have, I've never seen such weak, scary, girly, emotional. Just weak men. No wonder you women becoming lesbians. I bet a lesbian is stronger than a man. But <laughs> well, we gotta return this, that's the whole point we got to turn this back to God. we got to turn back to Him and allow Him to guide us so we can get this thing right. Because Satan is busy and you know what he want first? is your children. He'd go after the children first. Especially if he can get that man out of the way. He'd go after the kids first through education, through whatever type of program. He's going after the children because if he can deceive the young, as they get older, they're going to promote his ideas. They're not going to believe the truth, they're going to believe the lie. So he's going after the children first. It's time to wake up, folks. We have some serious, and it's going to get worse, short of a miracle from God. It's going to get worse. And so I wouldn't play with this thing. Now, I would be all freaking out worried But I would not play with it. It's not a joke. I would stick with my prayer. I would be honest about my own weakness. I would um, just watch myself so I could have that relationship with God. Because this thing is bad. I've not seen it like this before. I just want to share that with you so that, for white people, um, when you are out and about, I will watch my back, I'm telling you. Because these young black people, especially the men, and some of these young girls who who have not been raised with fathers and mothers in the home, they hate you. They absolutely, they don't care if you're a liberal or a Democrat, conservative or Republican, rich or poor. They're not going to walk up to you and ask for your ID. Hey, white person, let me see if you're a Democrat. They're going to rob you, they're going to beat you up, they're going to kill you. There's no joke, and this has been going on for a year. This started with the Civil Rights Movement. It really started with Jackson and all those people, and because no one did anything about it, it has worse now. Because even if, if you don't stop evil right away, just think about your own personal life. You can get into something, and if you don't cut it out right away, you get deeper and deeper into it. If you don't turn away from it right away, until you launch yourself, that's how evil operates. And it has stopped those guys back in the 60s. And they have taught other blacks how to be the same way, and the same spirit. White people are afraid to be called, you know, they don't want to be called racist. I had um, a fundraising guy, and it was so funny. And then I'll chase the question. We were interviewing Patrick, Andre, uh, and uh, I was interviewing a, uh, a Jewish guy and his brother to do some fundraising for us on yesterday. And, uh, so during the conversation, I asked him, I said, should I have a man or a woman to do my fundraising? I said, I heard a report that men raise money better than women, raise more money better than women, right? And he turned all pink and red. He said, no, don't say that. Don't say that. That might be true, but don't say it. And then he said, women raise more money. I said, look, i don't just to signify the report. The man got scared just with me saying that it wasn't that the was, Patrick had told me about a report did you tell me about the report yeah I did what did the report say
1: that men men make more money in fundraising than women do
0: I didn't make that up it's not against women but right away it's so afraid you can't even mention a woman now this guy like, turned real pink and, and he's a Jew. I'm like okay man come down. it was so funny that's the fear that is in America today and that's all from the devil. It's not real. And if you love God with all your heart, soul, and might, you love everybody this same. There is no difference. <laughs> yes,
2: Martin? I, I Martin, I think I realized there's a strategy to um, Oprah and Jimmy Carter, especially Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter represents... Um, White liberals who think they can get away with painting the police as racist because the police—they're more, on average, they're conservative guys—and so if they can paint white conservatives as racist, it's just another way of painting white conservatives as racist. Then the white liberals feel like they are out from under the bus. It's not us; it's these white conservatives and. That's how they are participating in it. They're not, and like you say, they're not really thinking, oh, will they check for my Democrat ID? They yeah. don't need to wear a shirt, sure, you know, that I'm Democrat I'm not a racist, right? They're, they'll probably come out with something like that, you know, like they, they branded the Jews with an armband. They better them. Yeah, I think that's what they'll be doing. And hopefully that gets them off. Nancy Pelosi
0: it, was speaking somewhere, she was speaking of Black Lives Matter. And she was saying things like, I can't, and I, I don't remember exactly how to it here. I can't, I won't claim to understand the pain and the grief and, the, and, and this and that that black people go through. And what they'll deal with and deal with racism. I I don't claim to feel their pain. I'm like, you stupid, crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't. Black people feel the same pain that white folks feel. Uh, uh, Mexican, Chinese, Japanese, if they don't have fathers, if they don't feel love, if they're angry, they feel the same pain that everybody else feels. It's, there's no difference. But she's trying to set them apart as though somehow or another we're not human or we're more human than anybody. I don't really. But we have some different pain than somebody else has. Black people don't feel, they don't feel racism pain. They feel angry about other things, and they have been told that it's about racism, and they're just believing it to a lie. There's no pain with that, except for anger that anybody can have. It's insane. It's just so insane. And these people have the control of the media. They're out there, and they can get the word out. We've got to get the truth out. We got to, I'm so into the truth now, I can't stand myself. I'd just rather die than be caught up with this massive air for I'd really rather be dead. Because you're dead anyway. Can you imagine walking through life with fear? You can't speak your mind. You can't make a joke. You can't make a gay joke. Everybody likes making gay jokes. Help me? Or black jokes, or white jokes, or female jokes, or male jokes. That's what we It ain't funny unless it's true. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yes, ma'am?
3: I was going to say, the media has a lot to do with a lot of the things that are going on socially Absolutely. right now. I mean, they'll, they'll get an idea and they contact that person and they get them on the show. They, the social media, I mean, people post things and everything. There was a, um, a post the other day and it was balloons and black balloons and they said you could go to the dollar store and get these black balloons and they were having this big drive and said um, black lives matter and to me all lives matter Okay, all lives matter uh, I'm African American and of course I, I care about everybody I care about my family too so when we say black lives matter are we talking about just shootings, because they're shootings that they say the police are doing, but they're shooting that black on black crime. Uh, there's, there's there's all these other shootings, shootings in cars and all that. Nobody's talking about, they're, they're only putting it on one segment. They're only pointing on As one segment. As a section. matter of fact,
0: if you say white line matter too, they'll point you down and protest you and everything. So now white might be more afraid to say white line matter. And yeah, like, no, you can't say it it's just black lives. And the white men. Like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Ain't not that crazy? Men do that too. White men. I didn't know white men were so weak. I used to think white men were tough. child. They found in America. They beat down the Indians and sent them over there with their pot. You know that stuff that's you know, yeah, they built through the rain in the storm, they, they conquered the buffalo. <laughs> and they a great America. And then they turned around and said, you know what, we're going to create a constitution, all people welcome to what we're doing. Some of the white people, some of them, that's not true. <laughs> they, not, uh, they used to be that way in the good old days, and now they turn girly. But white men are scared. It's my norm. How can you be a Christ, man of Christ on earth? Jesus Christ is your brother if you believe in the Father. You and Jesus Christ become brothers. So now your Father, who created all things, is with you, making all things possible, giving you the courage and giving you the love and telling you don't worry about the world. You tell the truth. If one door shut down on you, don't worry, I'll open up another one. Just love me, God, and love your brother as yourself. How can Jesus Christ be afraid? So men are Jesus with fear. It's his saying. And they're afraid to the Lord in a minute. Amen, brother. And then go home with a wife, beautiful. <laughs> Take that baby down i for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> change that baby to die Okay, honey. <laughs> Jimmy Carter said, I did not you the first again. Jimmy Carter said that he made a promise. He did. Oh, he forgot his wife's <clears throat> birthday. And years ago, I've been in America a long time. Years ago when he first got married, he forgot her birthday. And so he wrote a note to her saying, i make you a promise that whatever you want me to do the rest of my life, I will do it for you. And so Roshan thought about what she wanted, and she said, all right, here's what I want you to do for me for the rest of your life. I want you to bring my coffee to the bed every morning. And every morning he's been taking a coffee to the bed. And he even admitted, I feel ashamed about it." <laughs> Yeah, I'm really shame. We know doing you know it wrong, right? But he's still doing it to this day. And open that, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we are today. I wish my grandmother would have had my granddad bring us to coffee today. Oh boy. She wouldn't even think about it. <laughs> but that's what was happening. Yes, Ken? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head right for the sky. right?
1: You know, the word racism, it, it actually doesn't exist. Uh oh. Really, what it
0: is is it's brain. That's right. That's all. Amen, amen. That's, can I write on that? You can write on it. Racism doesn't even exist, it does not exist. Is an illusion. The battle is a spiritual battle between good and evil. Satan give you the word racism to prevent you from seeing the reality of the evil. It's not racism doesn't it is. It's stupid to say racism. Because just think, nobody hates you because you're color. It doesn't even make sense, so it doesn't even, it's not real. And angry people are living an illusion. You're living an illusion. You're not seeing reality. Everything you do, everything you think, every way you act is false. All of your fears are false. You are afraid of an illusion. I'm telling you, for time, I'm not promoting the Arnold up here because I can't do it because I'm right now we're in church. But if you want to know If you want to see that everything is an illusion, watch how Donald Trump is dealing with things. When women attack him, he attacks back. (laughs) 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 And because he does it in the right way, normal thinking women, common sense women, vote him. The numbers go up. The men are supportive. The numbers are going up. Because he's doing it the right way, he's not displaying anger. He's just dealing with the reality of what's going on. Let that be an example for you. The black people are even supporting Donald Trump. The Hispanics are supporting him. Because they see an example of a man. He is not subject to anyone. He has his own money. He doesn't need them. He doesn't need a Republican. So he's he should be able to be that way anyway, but he's able to be himself. And if we believe in God, we'll be the same way. Men and women will be themselves. If they love God first, along with nothing else. But if you don't, you can't do it. You can make it, but it won't last. So you're absolutely right, man. Racism, the word racist, is an illusion. I know black men and women who are with white folk, they're married to them, they have children with them. And they talk about they hate white people. <laughs> How can that be? You're with a white person you hate white people? It's an illusion and that person being convinced with a lie. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. after a good point, Ken. Ken. I was just thinking uh, of the example you spoke of being able to speak with no fear. And I thought about a Jesus. Jesus was, uh, was crucified because... He, for two things mainly, that he, he called himself the son of God, and in the eyes of, of the Jews made himself equal to God, and uh, second, that he he did things on the Sabbath, and totally spoke against the Sabbath. And many times when Jesus would be speaking, he was aware that, he, that, that people wanted him to kill him, but yet he spoke with incredible force and boldly, as if had no concern whatsoever. And that, that to me kind of blows me away, because there was an instance, when they came in, they came in to, to finally get him at midnight, and he was in the garden, and they said, they said, who is Jesus? And he said, I am he. And when he said it with such forcefulness, he said that the that, 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 that centurion fell down to the ground. Yeah. He said it was such force, And, they said, and after he, uh, they said, okay, who is Jesus? And he just said, they didn't just tell you it's me. They were afraid to even confront him. Yeah. So, I mean, just, it these really just showed us by an incredible uh, power that this, this, this man had. And here we, if you believe in God, you have the authority over evil. You have it, for
0: men and women. If you believe in God, you've been born again of this nature, you have the authority over the world. But you can't be in it and of it and think you're going to have it. And this stress that we're talking about, you can't fake it. If you've got fear, you better go sit down. You better go pray, because they're going to wipe you out. Because once you truly been born again, there is no fear. You don't feel it. You don't think about it. There's not a part. You're just living your life, right? It's not even a part of your thinking. When you it's time to take action. There's no second thought about oh, what's going to happen. Uh, if I do this, what will happen? If I say this, It's not even a part of your thinking. Just like when anger is being the spirit of anger is taken away from you, it's taken away from you. So there's no thought of it ever again. You don't feel it. You don't think about it, when someone is attacking you, you you don't even think to be mad at them. You're just looking at them and you can see where they're coming from. And you have compassion for them. Even if it's your bitter enemy, you have a patience to endure. Whenever you endure with patience, you possess your soul when you can do that. So don't fake this, you have to be born into it. You have to be born into the family. And he'll take that anger away from you. But you've got more to be born again. And that's all the only way we're going to fight this battle and win it. We can win it. But you've got to be born again. There's no fake stuff. This is a spiritual battle. Is Satan going to keep you down if you come faking? Because so Satan doesn't give up. If you notice that, he does. And another thing that Satan likes to do, when Satan gets mad, let's say Satan never you, you get mad at somebody, right? They're not going to let you stand alone. You're going to go and gather an army to go get that one person that you're mad at. Have you noticed that? Evil people, angry people, don't fight alone. They get witnesses. They build an army where the children of God don't need an army because they know that God is with them. But they're going to go and talk about you to this person, talk about you to that person, get some witnesses, build an army, then they'll come after you. Because they don't have the courage to go up against the children of God on their own. They are afraid. is that something? Yes,
3: man. Maybe
0: you could explain. You are know, talking about the spiritual battle, and I just wonder if people
1: understand that you can't do anything about that battle.
0: About what now? About, about
3: the spiritual battle. Oh, yeah. It That's sounds true. like there's something to do. I mean, it sounds like you've got authority.
0: In, you know, you that the one thing I love about the spiritual battle, you can give up fighting. There's nothing you can do. You become the observer going through the battle. Because you see, the one thing that God told me way back when, was there's nothing I can do of myself. Nothing. And I was so glad to see that because it's nice to stop trying to fight this thing on your own. But you're right, there's absolutely nothing you can do. But what he does is allow you to see what to do and give you the courage to do it. And the insight and the know-how to do it. But of yourself, you can do nothing. The children of Satan are always trying to make things happen in their lives and and fight for themselves and whatever, whatever, right? The children of God don't. They just seek the Father and that his will be done through. It's amazing, like a miracle happens all the time. And I love knowing that of myself I can do nothing, but He had to show you these things. Forgiveness. A lot of people are angry at their parents. They are angry at this and that, and they have said, "I'm sorry. I don't mean it. Uh, I forgive me." I feel really badly about it, and then for a while they say, nice, and then come back again, right? Because forgiveness is not words. Forgiveness is a spiritual action that only God can do. He can remove that identity from you. Words don't get it. You, you need a change of heart. And it's a, whole, a thing that's made a home in you. It's living there and it's controlling you and making you think it's you and it's not. And that's why you hear about saying, I'm sorry, I don't need to be mad. And then the next day you're mad again, Right? <laughs> Because that spirit lives in them, you become like what you hate. And, and all God needs you to do is to see that it's there, and He'll do the rest. He'll take it away from you. And once He takes it out of you, you never have to think about it again. Because now God is not even there for Satan to be on your mind. Because the spirit is no longer there. And so, you know, you'll be healed from it. But only God can call you to forgive. Anybody disagree
3: with that? Yes. Sir. Okay. It seems like uh, my uh, I remember an interesting incident uh incident in my, in my job. One of my co-workers was I by, was uh, rather criticizing me as a choice of movies I was going to see and he claimed it He, said, I he looked at me rather was disappointed that it was one of the choices. Choices wasn't that movie Straight Out of Context. But to be honest, I don't know if I did can fully relate to a movie like that. Straight Out of Yes. Because uh, it seems like he more, uh, I guess he's more interested in, uh, in a way, more interested in uh, black, uh, blacks uh, knowing their own culture than uh, a black, uh, black man wanting, uh, wanting to assimilate to other cultures.
0: Yeah, they no were black can't see what's going on. You never have, have a father, but you gotta do it. If you don't love your father, hang it up. Yes?
1: If you believe that someone feels that way, has that anger inside them, and can't let it go, and they say they forgive, but they really don't, you can't really do much more than pray for that person. That's you?
0: all you can do. That's all you can do. That's nothing else you can do. Even for your own stuff, if you want to forgive, but you don't. There's nothing you can do about that either. Just relax. And if it's in your heart for it to be removed, God is just taken away from you. So if you can't take it out away from yourself, you definitely can't take it away from someone else. And see, that's where mankind is so prideful. Mankind will believe that they are God that they can take away, they can control, that they're in control. You ain't in control of nothing. It's the God that you serve that's controlling you. He's influencing you. Or well, this other guy will influence you. And you can't serve too. My sister said, well, sometimes, but she's a little Christian, right? Sometimes I do good things and sometimes I do bad things. <laughs> like all human beings. I said, but you're still the devil. You're not God's child. She insult me like this, you're my brother. I said, that's why I'm telling you the truth. You got to get over there. She won't even forgive my father. So you know she's not free. She told me, my, my dad apologized. One day he was like crying. Apologizing to her. I'm like, Dad, stop. This girl is not going to forgive you. The more you cry, the more she come alive. Have you ever seen someone come alive and they can punish you? <laughs> they keep coming at you coming at you, as soon as they get a reaction out of you, they're like, oh, you <laughs> feel so much better now. And you all feel like a fool, because like you gave up your life to someone. Anybody ever been to that? Hi. The women used to do that to me all the time. You didn't say you were sorry, but I didn't do anything. Yes, you did. And then I walk away from it, they come over nagging and nagging. And then a week later, they still nagging and nagging. And then I get mad, and then the nagging stops. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yes, yes, Oh, I just wanted to, like we about the father earlier, from what I understand, his father is, nephew father, he is a communist. I'm sorry? His father is a communist. Yeah. And He's dead now, I right? think. Yeah, he is. But with my own dad, it took me a long time for me to come to terms with my, my father, a weak man, was a weak man, uh, and he was dominated by the women in his life, you yeah. Dominated so. by mama? Yeah, yeah, he was here when we were on, remember when we were on yeah. bench He yeah. broke out
3: crying and everything, so i like,
0: you know, he did everything his mother told him to do, and, you know, it took a long time for me to come to terms with that. And forgive. Did you forgive for me? It? Saying, did you forgive your father? Yeah. yeah. Did you forgive I mean, your dad? I, I, I came to, turn to understand that he just... Did you forgive your dad? Yeah. you forgive your father? I can't hear you. Yes, yes I did. Good. And what did that do for you to forgive him? What it did for me is realize my weakness, what I got from him, what I inherited from him. And did you become strong after that? Yes, just by seeing the reality of the whole situation. And how did that impact your your kids when you became strong? It seems like when you, I'm talking about, you know, in general, when, when, you, when you forgive people in your life for what they No, no saying you, saying me, or I. Yeah, when, when I forgive people in, in my life, it, it, it automatically makes my kids see me in a different life. I don't know how it works, but it works like that. Yeah. I'm gonna be One thing I want you guys to know, and the mothers too, the ladies too, if you overcome your anger and become a love, meaning the love of God is working through you, and your kids are messed up because you're weak and you know now you're just kind of angry and out there, God will restore your kids to you. He really will. I saw it happen with my son. My son was the meanest, last. I had to put him out. I did. I, he came to California at 18. My aunt lived here, but had no family or friend. And I'm just, you know, I knew why he was angry. And I told him, I said, OK, I put up. There are certain things I put up with, and there are others I won't. And the two things I will not put up with, you running up my telephone bill and want to drive my car. <laughs> You can do everything else. <laughs> and he just got out of control. And This stupid idiot ran himself over it. I told him not to do it, right? I said, okay, you gotta go. And he was like, Work going? I don't know it, I don't care, and I put it out. And he ended up going up to my ass house, staying overnight there, went back to New York. We didn't speak for a long time about that. And finally, because I knew that if I got right, because I knew the power that's in men now, right? I knew if I got right, that God would give me my son back. And lo and behold, year later, here he is, called in. And now we're so tight, I can hardly stand him because he want to play and talk all the time. And it's so nice. It is so nice. i am tell you guys, I don't care how old your kids are, if you're not with them, I wouldn't focus on trying to get them back at this point. I'll get my son right with God. And then that will draw your kids back to you. It really well. I'm a witness to that. And my son hated me. His mother had lied to him, so, so it was hard for him to believe. Plus, he went through a lot with his stepfather and her. So he had a lot of hatred for me. And I focused on getting me right because I understood what he was going to do. And God gave my son back to me. And he wanted me to visit them and visit his grandkids. I'm a great grandfather. He wanted me to go over there and see him. I'm like, wow, this is cool, but now I don't have time for it. you know what I'm grateful (laughs) but I'm telling you it's in us and God loves us but we got to get serious with it and nobody on earth now our parents mess us up growing up will you become an adult nobody is responsible for your anger and the way you feel whether you are winning or losing in life nobody else that you come in contact with have anything to do with that so stop taking it out on them you are already messed up and as long as I just said, as long as you blame someone else for the way you feel, you're going to live a life of an illusion. It's not real. Low folks didn't mess you up. Your parents did that to you. And you're treating other people as though they did it to you. They didn't do that to you. They just be it themselves. But you've got to prepare and turn back to the Father. Uh, Philippe, I heard something so nice about you the other day. I was thinking about it ever since I. This person told me this. Um, I'm mean, like nervous, wondering what it is. She's like, oh. Man. I was talking to Ron, and I, in, at the end of our conversation, I said, don't forget to pray, man. Make sure you say the prayer. He said, you'll be proud of my wife. Every day, she'd get up and she go, I think he's in the backyard somewhere, and she read her scriptures and she'd pray. And I'm like, wow, I'm like, well, you better start doing that too, or she's going to beat you out of life. I'll try you. And stay with that. No matter what happens in your life, what situation is there, stay with that. No not thing Satan talk you out of it at all. Seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, all things will be you. Your, your family will be fine, you'll be fine, you're going to influence others, but you've got to stay with it i have stayed with my prayer, thank God, for the last 27 to 28 years, non-stop. And i have see what happens with those people who fall away from it. And then they and on, and they pray for a while, and they go party. Oh, I don't feel that prayer in there, right? You see their lives are just up and down. But if you stay with the Father, your life is straight and narrow, touched. It. it never changes. So stay with it, And God bless you for that. They do not sick and talk to you either. Isn't that a nice thing for a husband to say? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> now we can only get him to pray. Huh? <laughs> are you praying wrong? Yeah, i right now. <laughs> 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 I'm praying I don't come up there and kick your butt. <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. Don't worry about the world around you. Seek God first, and you can see the world around you and overcome it. You really will. My friend from uh, San Diego, about in Alabama, any questions or disagreement? Just is refreshing, girl. Oh, it is? Nice to be back. Oh, good. And refreshing in what way? It's just Your approach and your delivery is much different than most preachers. I think God could. Yeah, that's nice. Good. I wish my preacher would, in my whole job, would talk about it. Good. You kind of did it. Not I like to direct so, Good. You have to tell it like it is. That's right. Tell what it just feels yeah. like the truth, though. It doesn't feel like there's no meanness in it. It's, I feel love coming from it, you know, because it's being revealed. Right. And it's not to hurt, it's to awaken. It's to remind you how you, you know, come on, you know, turn back to God and live your life. And he'll change it. He's my life. And he's, I've grown so much spiritually it's amazing. The, the stuff that he's revealed to me, no man can reveal it to you. You don't even know it exists. Satan doesn't even know it exists. But you've got to let yourself grow. And when somebody going off on you or talking about you or You see things seem tough or you look like you're running out of money. Let it happen. He's with you and things will be fine. Alright? But you gotta pray. You know, the, the scripture says that perfect love casts out fear. Right? Well, when you come back to the Father and you love Him with all your heart, soul, and mind, He takes away that spirit of fear away from you. And so when it's time to take action, there's no thought of fear. Can you imagine living a life with no fear? And you don't feel, you don't personally feel brave and tough and all that. None of that is there either. It's just that you don't have fear. You don't have to think about being afraid. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to feel it because it's not there. And that's why you can take action when it's time to take it. And God would even show you when it's time to take it and when not to take it. He's in control of all that you do, everything. He's like, and you know that He's with you. I know that God is with me. It's not a saying. You know how the priests say, oh, the Lord is with me. They don't need it at all. They're afraid. They have doubt and fear. But I know that God is with me. And there's nothing like knowing that. It's like He's there. you he didn't know it. And you can too if you let go. you got to forgive. you got to start hating yourself and other people you must stop making decisions about anything good or bad. Don't make decisions. You watch things happen and have no opinion about it. Then God should be your God. Alright? Come here for me. Me? Uh Uh-huh. Around this way. Hello to you too, (laughs) John. Don't say your name right now. You you know who this is? Yeah. Don't say anything you do know. I mean, yeah, I don't remember her name. But, that but you know who it <laughs> is, right? Yeah, don't say anything. You know, do you know who it is? Yes.
3: So
0: you know? Uh, you don't know who that is? Mm-hmm. Do you know her? Of course. Oh. Uh, you know Brady? Yes. Oh. Uh, Brady, you know who this is? I've seen her a couple of times, but I don't really know her. Yeah, you know little no. clue. You don't know that. No. A blonde. <laughs> 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 uh, Mayor, you know who this is?
1: Know.
0: You know who that is? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come here for a minute. You don't recognize him because of his beard. A lover, Jack? Come here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 oh, now I'm never getting in. That's Mike. Yeah, that's in and this is faith. This is your faith. How do you know
1: How old was it? How old were you? Well, no, I came back probably around 18. Oh, you
0: did? How old are you now?
1: I'm 25.
0: Wow, you're old. <laughs> I don't know. Did you, so what are you doing now? Tell us what you're doing, how's your life going, and what's going
1: on? Um, I am now living in Florida instead of California. I moved over with my mom. She is still working for McDonald's, opening a business out there. Um, Well she moved from California to Florida and I made the decision to go with her Um, and that's just basically what I've been doing is trying to start up the business over there and hopefully get into a career with her owner operator. Oh yeah.
0: And uh, do the two of you get along now?
1: We do. We get along. Amazing story. Probably six years ago now she started coming up and just completely changed her life in our relationship with how she saw things, Um, and even before she couldn't even say the word of God, like
3: anything that came out of her,
1: she was never like teaching me bad things, she'd be like, well be a good person, there's all that general stuff, like be a good person, don't lie, Um, don't be angry, but at home that's not what it was, we were at it all the time. and she was always very dominant over everything that happened. But she she changed first because we had split off. I moved out of her house um, when I before I graduated high school. And during those couple of years that we hardly had contact, I still worked for the business, but we didn't see each other at all. I was an underdog, but she was high up, so we didn't talk at all. But then I started going to meetings in and managing. Being promoted, um, and I started seeing her only at meetings. And she, you could tell there was a change just by how she was reacting to her under managers. Um, she was much more calm, didn't come in with like ears puffing with anger anymore at certain things. And um, then I started seeing a change in managers around her and her talking about, okay, so how do we, how do you believe in God, like saying stuff like that, and how do we get to a better level of whatever it is. Yeah. Results. How do you deal with your people better? So that started happening, uh, and then our relationship started building off of that. Really? I could see her when there was about to be an argument between us. She would calm herself and say, "You know what? I think I can see. I can see where you're coming from." And honestly, I have I still do. Um, I don't think I know. I haven't truly forgiven her yet for what had happened um, when I was younger, but. It's, it's a blessing to work with her and
0: have a relationship at all wow. with her anymore. Yeah. So, that's where I like to sit over to How many comp- McDonald's McDow-
1: McDow- does she
0: have? Does she, she now has nine. Nine? Whoa, I'll hang in too, <laughs> <laughs> just in case she died. And those things are yours. Oh, no, I wish. That's
1: not how McDonald's works oh. at all. They don't do
0: an inheritance program at all. But No. no. And how a they with you and your dad?
1: Uh, Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, there's a two year strain where I was a bad daughter and I stopped um, speaking with him actually completely. He reached out a couple times, but he was very patient. He told me there's a couple things I had to do in life. Um, and they're small, really, looking at it, usually always is very simple. Yeah. And I didn't follow his lead, so I stopped talking to him out of guilt and shame. Uh-huh. Like I wasn't doing what I knew I should have been. Um, and so I stopped talking to him. And But about two years later, he did call me, contacted still with love and, oh, I remember the shame, like the guilt washing down. I can't believe I'm not speaking with my father. I'm not showing the love that I have for him. Um, And he's still as patient and kind throughout this whole time. I'm not talking to him for two years. Um, And he would still just leave me a voicemail once in a while. I love you. the same. I hope you're having a good day and everything's going well and realize I'm here for you and you want to come back and after two years, I was finally able to just pick up the phone and say, "Hi, Dad." Well, <laughs> and uh, so, but otherwise, it's it was the same right off the bat. I loved my father, and we always had a great relationship. And after that, that was just the biggest. That was the biggest part was that disobedience that like just
0: I couldn't get over it myself. Yeah. So. Well, great. Uh, your dad from day one, from you. I've never seen a father fighting for his child in a manner that he did. Mike lived at the hospital. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so he fought with you for you four from day one. Remember that pattern? He yeah. never gave up on you at all. So you're blessed that your father, you're glad you and your mother, came too. Yeah. It's good to see you. It's, it's good to be back. To you I've made it a point. I'm on vacation right now. and so like, we have to see. i uh, so sure we have to
1: see
0: Jesse. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Well, welcome back. I'm glad to see you. Yeah. Keep it up. Make that happen. Yes. You're dating? I know. Yes. I'm dating.
1: Are
0: you going to get married? No. Nowhere close to
1: that. You're never going to get married? Oh, I would love to get
0: married. Oh, okay. My mother wants a grand trip too. Well, I'll let you know if that happens. You'll be meeting the man before marriage. Oh, good. You have an issue with me? No, they have one. Because, like in the radio show, I think the last week or two weeks, you said men that have girls were weak. She didn't. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My dad had a girlfriend. I said you said. You said, I said real men make boys first. She agreed though. Yeah. I to That's I said if you're a man and you kids not kiss a first, you're weak. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean you. <laughs> But, well, glad to see you, glad to see you, Mike. Uh, this is your first time here? John Taylor, right? Wait, Antoine. Antoine. Antoine, Antoine. Antoine yeah. same thing. <laughs> Antoine, this is your first time here. Yes. I'm uh, glad you made it, man. Uh, tell us what's your name, what you do, and how did you hear about us? Well, um, um, <coughs> 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 <coughs>
2: yeah. um my name is Antoine Moreau. Um, I go to Fairfax High
3: School. and um, I heard about this um, church who uh, Nina and her family had uh, invited me out to come on Sunday Sunday. I decided just to come to see.
0: And you're a big-time basketball player on the Fairfax team, right? Uh, you can say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad you made any questions or anything you disagree with or anything I need to clear up, make a little clear for you. No, nothing. do no. no? Anything you disagree with?
2: No. Nope. What do you think about what you heard? Um, it made sense, you know, how all came together. You
1: know, um, it actually hit me wrong when you're talking about the racism and stuff like that,
0: how no, it's not, not religious and evolution and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Good, man. You got a long life ahead of you. and You don't want to be hating people. You don't want to be mad. It's all spiritual. There are bad people and there are good people. Those on the side of God are good. Those on the side of Satan are evil. That's all that's going on. And nothing to do with cover. And when you come back, of course, do better. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know how much I mean, I'm not going to play with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for coming, Harry. Okay, okay, let's do an offer. Oh, make sure you get some information from Stephanie over there. Any comment, I mean, uh, announcement, uh, You're courtesy? Does he have an article on uh, WND.com regarding the uh, mass student award? Yeah. Great. Uh, that's to our friend. Uh, Mike, you like where the face looks? It wasn't like this year you uh, yeah, yeah, uh, a year ago. I forgot about my post. Yeah, I liked it. The face thought of girl decor. She
1: thought of girl decor. She said guys were number one in marketing. I
0: thought that girl was it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we drove by before we came in, and uh, I <laughs> yeah. think was already like the entrance. Yeah, yeah that's totally it. nothing. I know, yeah, I didn't know this room could look yeah. like this. Uh, we're not quite done yet. we this is gonna change a little bit. We've gotta have a sign, that's gonna change again. We've got some different versions. For you. And uh and we'll be done. We're not quite done. Did this help today? Yes. Uh, I started movie uh, War Room. War Room. It was good. It was good. What'd you like about who said it was good? What would you like about it while we're doing the opera?
1: Um, I think it's just, I haven't seen it, like it a lot of the movies, the Christian movies, they haven't done one like that. Um, that's the first time I was ever introduced to a war room. Uh-huh. I thought it was really interesting and neat. And how she, how the wife, fixed herself before she tried to fix her husband and right. her
0: Good, I like the way they get that part too, because it allows women to see that your husband is not your problem, you're your own problem, and you need to start with yourself first. I like that. Did you like your I cried. You cried?
1: <laughs> 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 I had a little filler in it, make no, sure you
0: stay in prayer. <laughs> All of you who have not
1: seen it, you don't want to know my opinion yet. No. I'll tell you when everybody's
0: going to see it. I saw it. I didn't see it. It's in
1: the theater. <laughs> it's in the
0: theater. Yeah. I saw it in a marina there, oh, yeah.
1: right? Uh-huh. I understand why Ron cried, too. I <laughs> did. Uh, yeah.
0: So I did. It. I did. It. Yeah, I totally enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Very nice. Very nice. I've never seen a Christian movie like that, I so I thought it was well, well done very nice. um, okay, uh, that's it for the master, right? Yeah. Ladies uh, men and ladies for coming and stay with your prayer, relax, and let God work through you. All right? Have a good week. Thank you. Yeah.